0: They say small business is the backbone of America, so what's the best way to support a small business? It is to learn more about them and share with your family and friends. We interview founders from across the world who have started and scaled their business through the ups and downs, long hours, and the rewards that come from sacrificing their time to build their business. Welcome to First to Arrive, Last to Leave,
1: the journey of an entrepreneur. All right, welcome to another episode of First to Arrive, Last to Leave. Today, we have Sammy Bivin. Sammy, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Sammy's got several different businesses going on. (laughs) Uh, Very impressive. So you're the CEO of the Digital Marketing Marketing Maven. We're going to talk about that. But then you also have the Maven Shop, Mm -hmm. which is like a whole, like... This is great. If there were those of you who are not on video watching on video, she's got this pending millionaire sweatshirt. But you've got a lot of different like bags. I know I've seen your bags before; they're beautiful. But you've mm-hmm. got like quite a few different pieces of merchandise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So before we jump into that, tell us a little bit about let's go into both companies: digital marketing Maven, what you do there, and then a little bit about why you continued on into another business in the Maven shop and what the difference is between the two.
2: Okay. It's a long short story. Okay. I do what I can. Uh, <laughs> start when you were born if you yeah. want. Or you could yeah, jump well, to college. In 19- what a- <laughs> no, in the early nineteen 1900- hundred. <laughs> <laughs> My great great grandma. Yeah. An
1: entrepreneurial bun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so digital marketing Maven and Associates. We are a full service digital marketing agency and we do some business development as well. So we help a lot of individuals who are looking to start their business. We help them start from scratch. So all of that foundational paperwork, filing their LLC, helping them with their EIN, and just making sure that they're truly set up the right way. Um, A lot of people focus on getting a website and a logo and all of these things, but they don't have like the foundational things that's really going to help them to grow. So if someone comes to me and they just want a website, I'm like, well, how are these other things set up? So that's kind of how I got into the business development part of it. But really our focus is helping individuals create their brand identity, their messaging and creating their website, their logo and all of those things to help them, you know, get in front of their ideal target audience. Um, So we work with a lot of startups, we work with existing businesses to help them with a brand refresh or just maybe they're not quite converting in the way that they want to so we do copywriting and things like that to kind of help their messaging. Some businesses that are existing, we help them like with their social media management, email marketing, and I kind of serve as their marketing manager so you kind of get a partner. your business to kind of bounce ideas off of to talk through and help you execute some of those marketing things that you've been wanting to do but you don't have time to do so (laughs) that's
1: where me and my team come in okay Mm -hmm. and then how about the Maven shop so I love this story of how you ended up having the Maven shop too
2: yeah so it so the Maven shop so I've been an entrepreneur since 2011 this particular business i call it dmm for short um started in 2019 right before the pandemic Um, but the Mayman shop came about as business owners you know you don't get a whole lot of support you know from friends and family and the people you would think would be you know rooting you on Um, and i realized that what a lot of my clients and customers are like excited about their business then they launch and then it's like no one's really you know, supporting them in the way that they want. So it's a gift shop for business owners, basically. Um, you can go there, treat yourself. Someone else may want to buy you something. You may want to buy a friend. So really business owners, professionals, mm-hmm. um, other other individuals who, you know, are achieving things that aren't necessarily a marriage or a baby, you know, those things that everyone celebrates. But having a business yeah. is a life event as well. Yes. And I think it deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, so. I agree.
1: We should be having big parties for like, Starting and then, like, mm-hmm. three year yeah. career, like, five years, those mouse dolls, yeah. yeah, or even when you exit your business, you oh, know, like, yes, wow. you know, I know. I had yeah. a part, I need to have, I'm gonna have a party to celebrate those old. I <laughs> will throw it, okay, and I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm down, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <Okay. "Sedule this." laughs> all right, dud, yeah, so. What would you say the biggest issue, like, I love how you talk about the foundational piece that's Mm -hmm. missing a lot. Like, I get so caught up in the product and service Mm -hmm. that I forget these other pieces. When it comes to branding, another big piece you do, what would you say the biggest thing entrepreneurs either do wrong or just don't even consider and therefore do wrong?
2: I think it's the messaging part. I think we kind of know what we want and we assume that other people want it just because we came up with a bright idea. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's more about making sure you're communicating what you're selling or your service in a way that your ideal target audience can understand it. This is for me. I need this. They can see the value. You know, sometimes people have a hard time with price and things like that, but that's because you haven't communicated what you're offering in a way where people see the value and they want to pay you. So I feel like instead of, you know, I'm going to say instead of, I think the focus that we put on how good things look, like your website and how that looks, but what does it say? Is it set up to convert? If I read this, is it going to make sense to me? Is this something that mm-hmm. I would say this
0: is what I need for my business? Mm. And do you talk, you are working with like all types of businesses or are you in a specific niche? Because I know sometimes when people are working in marketing, they're like, I just work with real estate agents or I just work with um, medical professionals. What are you tapping into?
2: You know, as a marketer, you know, I always tell people to you know, have <laughs> a niche, you know, to have, yeah. you know. But for me, um, it's been, I work with a little bit of everybody. Like I work with e-commerce businesses but then I have some brick and mortar stores Mm -hmm. I work with real estate agents but then I've helped someone with a dog kennel like they were you know needing a website for that so we don't really discriminate um in regards to the types of businesses or people that we work with um it's a wide range I will say you know a, a lot of I would feel like my bread and butter in regards to where I feel the most comfortable is service-based businesses and e-commerce because e-commerce is my background before starting here. I had a website back in 2011 that I built, you know, so I, that's just kind of where I feel most comfortable. And then being that I have a service-based business and I know like how to help folks with their operations and systems and things like that. Those are the, my favorites, but we work with a wide range of different types of businesses.
0: So what, type of business did you have e-commerce and then when did you make the decision to switch and coach people
2: so now this is where it gets to be a long story so I'm gonna just take y'all back <laughs> yeah, let's do it real let's quick do it. <laughs> and I'm making but um so I went to college so I'm from a very small town I'm from Arkansas grew up on a dirt road right um wow. basically went to college to get away from the you know small town like (laughs) to be honest I am a first-generation college student um, college grad and so I just was like well here's a way for me to get out right Mm -hmm. They, they accepted me they gave me a scholarship I'll go got there focused in on working while I was in college I did get a bachelor's degree in marketing but I didn't do any internships I did nothing to prepare myself after college I worked in banking the entire time. I was like a teller, and I worked my way up through you through that. But that was all the experience I had. And then living in Arkansas, there's just, at that time, we're not. Uh, it was not a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what can I do? Like, I really want to get into marketing. Like, I have this degree. I pay for it. You know, I put my time in. I want to work in this field. So I created my own business. Um, and I created it because I wanted it to I wanted to use it as a way to, number one, make extra money, right, but also exhibit that I had the skills that it took to be a marketer. I understood things. No one had given me a chance, so I created my own opportunity. Mm, Great. Love it. Yeah, that's kind of been my thing throughout my life, just kind of creating what I wanted to have for myself, and it's just worked out. But So I started the business. I started out making jewelry and accessories like feather earrings and stuff like that by hand, and then... The demand was there. So I was like, well, what can I do? You know, I would, like, have little jewelry parties at home. Yep. And then I decided to start buying wholesale jewelry, and and I was still having the jewelry parties at home. But then it, like, I don't, strangers in my home, so I started to rent out apartment complex clubhouses, and I would host shopping sips where I would just have all the jewelry I had made along with my cousin, And that I had purchased and people would come in and have like champagne and shop and, you know, just a mm -hmm. fun environment. But then people wanted jewelry in between the parties. And so that's kind of how I got into purchasing. I mean, to making my first website so that people could purchase without having to attend a shopping and sip. So that's kind of like how it happened. It wasn't planned. You know, it just kind of I just pivoted as I saw a need and it worked out for me. And so from there, I started selling clothing and totes and stuff so that's kind of where the e-commerce parts come comes in to my business now because i had been doing all of that stuff just trying to evolve and continue to make money it's only so much you can make on a pair of earrings you know so that's kind of how the e-commerce uh business started and then i moved to dallas in 2016 um i didn't have a job when i came here or anywhere to live a friend let me stay on her couch And I just wanted to try to find a job in marketing. So that's what I did. I put my business on my resume and came here, found a job, it wasn't in marketing, but I've just always taken care of myself and I just didn't feel comfortable being on the couch. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, let me just get a job, we'll focus on the marketing thing later. Mm -hmm. And I was working for a tech startup in higher education Here locally and after a town hall the the CEO he was new he had came from Travelocity and wanted to invest in the marketing department so I said that's for me you know yeah yeah. so after the town hall I just walked right up to him and I said I introduced myself and I said I am very interested in working in marketing this is my background this is what I'm doing can I please send you my resume I'm happy to just do some intern type work. I know I'm an employee, but can I just volunteer to help the marketing department? And it worked. The next week I had coffee with the CMO and they created a role for me mm-hmm. in the marketing department as a marketing coordinator. And so that's kind of how I got into on the corporate side of marketing. And then while there, we were helping colleges and universities to market their uh, programs online. So like Baylor, Baylor, UT at Tyler, you know, schools yeah. like that. We yeah. were helping them to take their curriculum that they taught in the classroom and put it in an online format. And then we helped them promote it, promote the classes and courses to be competitive with, like. What perfect timing for uh, a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was. Little it, did we know um, what yeah. was to come, right? Yeah. yeah. So we provide the company provided that infrastructure and we helped them to market it. And so that's really where I learned how to be in an agency environment because it was a company, but the marketing team functioned like an agency. Mm -hmm. So because we had several partners that we were working for. So I learned how to be in in an agency environment, got my MBA while there, and then they didn't want to promote me, you know, after, Uh you know, well, Mm -hmm. they did, but. Not to the amount, you know, not where I should have been, in my opinion. So I went to a competitor, which it was a bigger tech company, Mm -hmm. Pearson. I was, you know, uh, they do a lot of textbooks and stuff, but they have the agency part as well. So I moved to Chicago. Went up there, it was very cold, you know. I am one of those people, I don't listen to people like I should, so I didn't take it serious about the weather and how cold it was up there. It's
1: very cold up there, yeah.
2: Sad, I'm Southern, (laughs) okay? Like, (laughs) not built for that type of weather. So moved up there, Um, I was a marketing manager, and that's where I really learned how to function in the agency and manage client relationships and things like that. And then the pandemic happened. Let me let me go back. So actually, this whole time, I still had my e-commerce business, right? Okay, so you're right. still running. Yeah, I'm still running a business on the side. And even when I didn't have a job, the business was sustaining me. But it wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was not doing a very good job as a business owner. I knew mm-hmm. how to sell things. I knew how to get buzz. I knew how to have events mm-hmm. and things like that, but when I, when it comes to foundational things, was not yeah. together. Okay, was not paying my taxes. <laughs> oh no, properly, you know, yeah. you know, just all yeah. the things. A P and L profit and loss. What is that? Yeah. No, what is a balance sheet? I wasn't even doing bookkeeping. Like I'm just being honest. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> this is yeah,
1: not m- most of businesses are just flying by the seat of their pants. They're not doing those things. Yeah. So yeah, you're not in the, we're, we were in, you're in the norm. Yeah, we were in a wholesale business
0: and our bookkeeper at the time was treating us like a retail business. So we were paying oodles of noodles of taxes on things we shouldn't have. That was a hard lesson. See,
1: <laughs> it happens. All right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you don't know what you don't know. And that's yeah. really my passion for wise why I do focus on the business development part yeah. because I think about if someone had have been there to kind of help guide me back then, I, maybe I would be a millionaire by now because I was I had success. I was shipped to almost every all all states in the wow. United States, probably awesome. except for like Alaska, even Hawaii. I sh- sent packages to Hawaii, like I and even out of the country, you know. So I had the grind I guess the know yeah. how to get things done but that's not enough to build a sustainable right. business that's not how you scale a business just by selling more there are other things that need to happen and I just didn't know you know yeah so anywho I had the e-commerce business the whole time but like I said not doing things really the the right way but I had all people had always asked me to help them with their business asked me for advice because they knew I had done it in corporate they knew I had a successful business, and so I just kind of shied away from it. I thought, you know, one day I'll be a consultant. I'll go and talk to people. They'll pay me to talk to them, and that'll be it. You know, that's that was the extent to it. But after moving up to Chicago and not really knowing a lot of people, I just had more time on my mm-hmm. hands. So a friend kept asking me, so I'm like, okay, let's see. I'll try it. And I ended up really loving it. I really felt like, okay, let me figure out how to make this more serious. You know, how to how can I make this into a business? Will people even come to me mm-hmm. for this service, you know? So that's when I kind of really started to see that there was an opportunity there. And so I, la- I had my first client in 2019, and then I fully launched in 2020. Like, I took some time to build a website, figure out what my services would be and all of that. Fully launched in 2020 and was working still, you know, corporate and managing the business. Wow. And then the pandemic happened. And so many things, like just so many factors. You know, first of all, I'm at home. The weather sucks. I'm by myself. Oh. Everybody was working from home at that point. So mm-hmm. I'm like, can I go back to Texas and keep this job? And they allowed me to. So that's wow. kind of how I got back here. And then the George Floyd situation happened, and then all of the inequities and things like equal pay, promotions and things like that, that kind of we all knew were happening in corporate America, but no one was addressing. That happened and it's like, now everything is on blast. Like we're talking about all the things that are wrong are not quite fair. Yeah. And so there were other women in the company, like all these ER, ERG groups started to form employee resource groups to talk about you know how can we solve for this your resources things like that and I realized there were women had who had been with this global company 10 plus years who have been having this same conversation trying to make things happen and I'm like I'm out like I'm not about to be sitting here trying to if they wanted things to be different it would already be different Mm -hmm. nothing's going to happen because of this one incident and we're talking about it now that was my perspective so at that point i started to fully focus on my business i kind of checked out to be honest i checked out i was still doing a great job at work but i was no longer like trying to promote or going above and beyond just being honest i'm sorry y'all
1: but i was out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were worried about you, you like yeah. you were going to do your yeah yeah which is nothing wrong with so that's what i
2: did and so the business started to grow and it really was getting to a point where it was becoming unsustainable in regards to how fast my business was growing because while it affected me to want to focus more on my business a lot of people got laid off due to COVID-19 a lot of people um, were in similar situations with me and just wanting to start their own business and so that caused me to boom like everything just kind of blew up out of nowhere post-pandemic and also people had more time on their hands so even if you were great at work You had now time to focus on maybe creating a side business and things Mm -hmm. like that. So a lot of my initial clients were people who were affected in one of those ways. And so that was just the influx of business for me. And so things started to become unsustainable. And I just felt like I'm going to have to leave this job soon. But I don't know that I ever would have had I not got laid off. <laughs> so, Is that Kurt? yeah. I don't know that I would have because it was just. I first of all, I was able to do both.
1: You yeah, know, I, I never knew, honestly. Exactly. And if you're getting the paycheck every week, who who can be mad at that? Yeah, exactly. Benefits,
2: you know. Benefits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. I on the We got laid off, and that's when I told everybody that I had a side business. And they were like, what, really? Like, they couldn't believe it because, honestly, I still performed at work, and I, I was waking up at 4 a.m. every day to... Wow. Like, I would work 4 to 9 on my business, then go to work. Wow. Get off from work, work on my business some more to maybe 10, 11, do it again. That's what I was doing. No one knew a thing, you know. And so got laid off they really restructured the company and got rid of our entire department and created a small set of roles and they were like okay you 200 people apply for these 20 roles and you know I'm like I'm not doing that I'm out so yeah (laughs) I that's how I got here so that's how I've been full-time since it'll be a year um coming up March 1st It'll be one year since I've been full time in the business and just so much has happened. Like I have scaled. It's kind of scary how quickly I've scaled. And even now, I'm still just trying to keep up with the business. So That's awesome. When did you go through the Goldman program? I went through last summer last summer. I think we started in like... Yeah,
1: you were right after me. Yeah,
2: 23, cohort 23. Yeah. Awesome. And I want to say we fin maybe started in May and finished in August. Yeah. So like what that. was
0: the your growth strategy through the program?
2: So my growth strategy, which I'm still working on, but I'm very close to getting it off the ground, but it was to pivot into courses and workshops in what I call Maven University. So, Maven University is coming soon. I hope, maybe by the time this, you know, will be out there. But so, my thing, like I told you guys, I really am passionate about making sure people are doing things the right way, you know, mm-hmm. not just getting lunch, not just saying you have a business, but are you set up properly, you know? That's a write off. That's
0: a write off. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's you're that's paying for that person. It really is. It yeah. really is.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to be able to provide like resources and work and educational things for individuals who don't know where to go you know so the premise or the idea behind Maven University is because Maven means expert it's not my name sometimes people think that's my name or you know it just means expert so digital marketing expert but Maven University is like expert university so basically I'm going to be teaching courses and holding workshops but about things I know about I know about marketing, branding, not accounting and bookkeeping, finance, legal stuff, like all of these other things that are very important to your business. So my goal is to partner with experts that I trust in their field that maybe I've worked with, people that I know have worked with, having them come on, host a workshop, a course, things Mm -hmm. like that so that there's a place where people can come and instantly, you know, know that there's trust here because these are actual business owners these are not just people who popped up yesterday and are like I'm an expert at this pay me you know (laughs) you know because a lot of that going on it's a lot of that and you don't know who to trust yeah a lot of regurgitated information not firsthand you know I can google things all day but there's still value in someone who's done it before a a
0: hundred percent Yes. yes not, not yeah. agree more
2: yeah there's a lot of value and been there done that let me tell you some of the mistakes I made and why you know how to help you prevent some of those so that that's my big you know growth strategy to get into the courses the workshops and then also as I pivot like I want to pivot my business to work with larger companies do government contracts and things like that I want to have like things that are pre-made there where people can go and get your social media content you know or like order templates or things like that a templated website that we can help you design right we can take it next level for you we can do the copywriting for you but then here's a course on how to you can customize it or you know you can pay us to customize it for you but really a lot of folks don't have the money you know to invest and a, you know, really robust website when they're starting out. So it's right. really for that, you know, those individuals starting out in a, a safe place they can go and not only get marketing and branding materials, but also education. So that when you get started, you're not instantly out of business because you didn't know how to do
0: X, yeah. Y, and Z. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is incredible. It's uh, most, most small businesses need a support system mm-hmm. like that. Like I know if you go and research what it is to actually have a website manual, you know someone will quote you like $10,000 and you're like okay well they're just yeah, the entire budget that it's going to take to actually get this thing off the ground just for one component I think it's really cool to have all of those opportunities for someone yeah
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely so what's next now Uh, obviously the university sounds like that's a really big piece what else is upcoming for you as you're growing like as you're in this amazing spot in your business
2: oh well you know, it's getting the Mayman University off the, the ground, but also just trying to scale my team, like build my team out because they're, I'm still working a lot um, mm-hmm. in the business. And I don't, you know, sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm doing this wrong because should I be working this hard all the time?
1: You know? <laughs> I think that's the inner thought of every
0: single <laughs> entrepreneur. Right. It's like that, that exactly inner dialogue. You're like, oh like, why am I working? Like, I'm supposed to get better. Like, I think I should be getting
2: there. But I know there are key roles that I need to hire for, you know, to get like, so I can delegate certain things. So Mm -hmm. I'm really focused on the structure of my team, knowing that I want to work with bigger businesses. I'm going to do government contracts, Mm -hmm. things like that. I want to make sure we're intact to to handle it. Right. And I have the right people in place so that you know, I can get them and keep the contracts. I don't want to get them and fumble. You know. Well,
1: I think a lot of people always say they want a 10x, but like, do you really understand what it takes? Like, you've got to have those pieces where you deliver and you like over or under promise, over deliver type of deal. You know what I mean? And to 10x, you need a lot of that foundation well, in and- order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome you're considering that. Yeah, SOPs and just even yeah, because if you turn you're
0: turning those over to people that don't know what they're doing that's not gonna go well yeah no
2: and like like you said SLP so working on things like that uh, we we're we have a lot of systems and things like that that we're working on but definitely working on the SLP so I can <clears throat> truly be a CEO like right now yes. I'm
1: not a CEO Yeah, you are I don't know what you are (laughs) but that ain't it it's like a C something or something yeah yeah. can
0: we coin some sort of term of what it means because you you were essentially wearing all the hats yeah until you can like yeah take it off and put it on someone else but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm to think of what what yeah, that actually y'all should make could that. Be. Up. Yeah, I know, I know we're gonna come a to thing. that. It is oh, a thing. it's so a thing. <laughs> I know,
1: and it can't be solo per, solo no, no, I don't... It cannot have the pernour name. On I, it. No. I'm so anti all those pernour names. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. When... Yeah, do you <laughs> want to do rapid fire? I do. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, your favorite beverage. So are we
2: talking alcoholic beverages, Any or beverage
0: anything that makes that you, happy. you enjoy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, morning breakfast, yeah, anything. Go for it.
2: Okay, well, I like French 75s. Okay,
0: so that's my. Favorite. I don't know what those are.
1: Is it alcohol? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, best advice you've ever been given. The best advice, just to keep going. Yeah.
2: Just to keep going, because I feel like, especially in business, you know, there are ebbs and flows. Am I supposed to be go- elaborating?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'm yes. like, am I supposed to just answer the question? No, 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 mm-hmm. no you go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's rapid for us to ask. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though sometimes it's yeah. not that fast for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, just
2: keep going is the best advice I got, because there's no one answered or quick fix to anything, right? Mm-hmm. You have to keep going. You have to see it through. have to like be able to sustain the really high highs and the really low lows because as a business owner you you experience both sometimes in the same day you know so
0: you know minute yeah but you just have to keep going and consistent yeah Yeah. have that uh if you could have dinner with anyone would it be one person you can have There's a couple. A yeah. I mean, maybe it's a par- dinner party. Yeah.
2: My okay, dinner party. Okay. I can do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, my dinner party would be Beyoncé, okay, and Jay-Z. Oh, husband naturally. and wife. Naturally.
1: Yeah. Jay-Z's but one of mine too.
2: But he's a billionaire. Yeah. Teach me something. Yeah. You know, but in fact, yeah. my bags, they say I'm a business and that's a quote from a song of yeah. Jay-Z. Oh, so, I love it. Um, I just love the business acumen. You know, I feel like there's a lot to learn. But Beyonce, Jay Z, Oprah, I would have Tyler Perry mm. and Michelle Obama That's at my dinner group. party. Yeah. Your morning routine. So I still, you know, those habits that I built while in corporate America, I still yeah. have those same habits. So I try to get up four or five o'clock still. Still, oh, I love it because you can get up, you can get. I get so much done before anyone's calling me, yeah, before there are meetings. You know, I get a lot done between like four and nine. You know, I make time to go to the gym, yeah, awesome. You know, all of those things. So, I get up still very early. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray and read my words, some scriptures to try to get my mind together. I would love to say that I'm doing my yoga, but it's not every morning. You no. Know, Netflix has these like 10-minute like yoga things and I felt yes. like I wanted to do that every morning, like to just really have that down, but sometimes I'm like, let me get up, pray, read, you know, get it together and get to work or whatever. Um but definitely go to the gym in the mornings yep. and then I start my day
0: from there. I I'm a huge advocate for getting up early in the morning yeah it's just that, that quiet time that peace no one is doing anything in the house it's magic uh, what are you currently reading so right now I'm reading two books um I'm reading
2: well I'm listening to one read and actually physically reading another. So I don't know if that counts no that totally counts <laughs> but I'm reading relational intelligence by Darius Daniels which is a book that's just about You know, as a, you know, running a business, is particularly me running a service-based business and dealing with so many people and so many personalities. Yep. Like all of the client personalities. And then I have a team. My team is 10 people. So that's a lot of personalities as well. So I found myself lately focusing in on reading things that will help me to be able to manage relationships better. And then I'm reading the pop-up pitch, which is, like, just to help me hone in on my pitching skills, but not just, like, for pitch competitions, but even in sales conversations, just being able to pitch my services better. I love that. And a top bucket list item. Top bucket list. At this point, it's very simple and basic. I just want to be able to take a vacation and not be able to work. A real
0: vacation. A real vacation. And not work. <laughs> I've taken some trips, but I'm, I work the Do entire we? time. <laughs> I know. I, it's, so it's, un, it's inevitable to not to check out uh, or to not check out. Um, a guilty pleasure.
2: So, I don't like to admit this
0: a lot, <laughs> but I love a little reality
2: TV. Which ra- reality TV? So, I guilty like the, pleasure. the so Real Good. Housewives... Of uh, Atlanta and Potomac. And then I dabble and dabble with some of the others. But yeah, it's just something that I can not think too hard about and get a good chuckle <laughs> out of the ridiculousness. So I feel, but I feel bad for watching it because I'm like, this
0: is not
1: good. I always watch those. I'm like, thank God they're not my friends. Uh, <laughs> those are not friends.
0: <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> and that's not reality. And uh, it's they're, not reality. They're like, no. you know what? This person's going to be here. Why don't you just show up? And by the way, let me show you this thing that she said about you prior right. to you walking in. Right. <laughs> and we need y'all to talk
1: about
2: it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I already know it's not reality, but it's something about no, it's it that's so just good.
1: Yeah. Gives me. Makes you feel better about your life. Maybe. Because you're what like, it this isn't, is, my life is not I this would crazy. never,
2: you know? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> just this the current is not, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If somebody wanted to find more about you, where would they go?
2: So to learn more about me, you can find my website, which is www.digimarketingmaven.com, so digimarketingmaven.com, and same f- across social media. Digi Marketing Maven on Instagram is where I, I guess, I'm the most present. Okay. Um, Instagram, but on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, we going we we work, we're yeah. working on it. I'm a millennial, but I'm not quite there with all of the TikToking, but
0: I'm yeah. getting there. I will. <laughs> I was gonna say it was gonna sing a song, and I thought now it's gonna be not not gonna do it. But uh, I can't if we if I'm in TikTok, I'm not coming out. There's no way. It's I just, it is something because mm-hmm. it's just too good. People will send TikTok. me things, yeah, and you can just watch
1: that one little snippet, and it's enough to make me go, should I? Should I? And then no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Well, awesome, all that'll be on our notes page too at first to arrive last to leave. So, Sammy, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. This was amazing, yes. but we'll have all that on our notes page. Yes. Thank you so much,
2: absolutely. Thank, thank you. you guys for having me, it was fun. Okay, uh, yes. thank you. Hopefully, I wasn't too long winded. No, no.